You, I, w- I was just about to say you're getting really good. You're getting better. It's fun when I like when I see that we have a tech problem, and I'm like, oh, I can fix that. I know what's wrong, and then I fix it, and it gets fixed. That well makes done. me feel very, very good. I need to put my headphones on. Oh boy! Welcome. Welcome to another fireside chat with two idiots. Firesides with two dopes. <laughs> wow, I gotta say, I feel weird today. Today's, and I think it's because I was out so late. Mm. And then Wednesdays are always weird because we come in late. Sure. It's just like, you're, you know, when your day is like a little messed yeah. up. Yeah. So it feels weird. Okay, I also we felt weird this morning. Why? Why was, why did you feel weird? So I typically, I have, I read like a little sleep study analysis uh-huh. and they say that if you get more than eight hours of sleep, you're not like as productive or whatever. Right, like right, it right. sets you back. But mm-hmm. obviously, you know, if you get less than seven, it's not good either. So I've so really been fine. trying to hit my mark of like eight hours. Like exactly? Well, I mean, somewhere between seven and eight. Okay. And you good, Doc? Yeah, I'm just lowering this because I want mine to look like yours. But yeah. mine, look, yours is by your mouth. Mine I adjusted by, it for mine you. Mine is by my nose. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Hold on. Go ahead. Lower it down. I go like this. No, no, just pull it down. Yeah, there you go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. I didn't know I could do that. Yeah. That's way better. Yeah. Okay, okay. Sorry, keep going. No, you're good. And so I've been trying to get eight hours of sleep, and I did, and I woke up, and I felt like, like I know you don't drink, but anytime I have a couple of drinks, I can really tell that my body has like taken a hit. What are you doing Sorry, now? Look, my wire was under my chair. You are being a very terrible active listener. I'm trying to tell you about okay. my story. Yes, 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 yes. yes Went yes, to bed on time, mm-hmm. woke up on time, and I felt like my body had had like a few drinks. Like, really? I don't ever drink in excess. Like at most, like I have like one, maybe two. And so, but you woke up feeling like hungover? No, no, not hungover. Cause I haven't, I honestly have never been hungover. I've okay. never drinking that much. Um, but like when I do have any kind of drink with dinner or anything like that, my, I wake up the next day with my body feeling dehydrated. Okay. And like my face feels swollen. Sure. I know that sounds like really weird, but no, that's, like, isn't that like a normal symptom of like after you drink and then I, go to bed? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But like I didn't have any drinks. But you still felt that I way. I still felt that way. And I felt super tired. How and many hours did you sleep? Eight. Maybe more. Maybe you overslept. No, I don't think so. I was like eight on the dot. I woke up typically. I woke up at my normal time and I was just like, I'm exhausted. And I went back to sleep. So I don't know. Huh. Maybe it's because you're not getting enough sleep con- in, like consecutively, and then finally your body's like, "Look, I'm so just sorry." Be still to our audience, welcome to two rants from two ninety-year-olds. Here we are. Welcome. Yeah, I feel weird because I went to bed super, super late for a, I call it like a school night. You know, like mm. we have work the next day. Sure. And went to bed at like one because I saw the Eagles last night, and it was great. Congrats. It was so fun. Mm. I do want to tell the story, though, of what happened beforehand. Okay. Because, so, originally, it was supposed to be like you, me, Cindy, Jimmy, and Demetri. Yeah. None of that happened. It ended up being me and Cindy. Which, and- let me just say, I'm so glad that I decided not to go. Okay. Here's why I'm glad, also, why a lot of people couldn't go. Because... She and I knew every word to every song. Wow. And I don't think any of y'all would have done that. Like, <laughs> so are you an Eagles fan? Yes. Do you? Okay. So maybe you would have. Maybe not I, Maybe not to your caliber, but I am an Eagles fan. I am a big 
big Eagles fan. Vince Gill was there. Do you know who Vince Gill yeah. is? Mm-hmm. Okay. So he was there, and then Glenn Fry's son was stepping in for Glenn Fry because he passed away. Yeah. It was really, really great. I was jamming. And we were talking about it on the way yeah. home. Cindy and I, we were like, gosh, it ended up working out great because we are probably the two biggest fans of all of our friends. Yeah. Well, why Why don't you tell the tell all of our so listeners? So this is why it ended up being just us. Or why I couldn't have gone. Well, you couldn't go because you're obsessed with body image no. and your workout life is taking over. We discussed that in the Patreon video. If you are not a Patreon, you should become one. You are a monster. Um, we have a, Should we start with that announcement in a second? I feel like we yeah, should let's start do with it. that. Well, you already butchered it. So why don't you just go ahead and uh, finish your story and we'll okay, come okay, back okay. to that. We have a big, big announcement. Um, so anyways, it ended up being Cindy and I because yep. you are obsessed with body image. I'm not. Jimmy canceled because his car got towed. Yep. And then Dee and I were on our way. Sure. And we're, we're at Sauced having dinner beforehand and sure. someone stole our tickets right off the table. Really? They stole them off the table? Right off the table because Cindy had handed them to us. We put them on the table and then I got up to go change into my Eagles shirt that she had given me and Demetrius was like at the table and our food wasn't there yet. So yeah. he was just like on his phone, you know, and someone we think just came by and swiped them because I came back and I was like, where are the tickets? And they were gone. No way. No one knew. The busser hadn't come by. Nothing. And um, it was like super crowded. And people were kind of like bumping into our table throughout the day. Like it was packed throughout the evening. And so we know someone just picked them up. Because th- when you see hard tick like hard copy tickets, yeah. your name's not on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just uh, it's just tickets. GA yeah. tickets. You can and they were floor seats. No way. Second section from the front. Whoa. It was bonkers. So then D was like, "That's okay." He was already super tired. He didn't. Yeah. He wanted to go, but he wasn't like jazzed about it. Oh, so exactly how I felt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but anyways, then Cindy was like, it's okay. I know okay. you can't see this, but I'm shaking my head, audience. <laughs> Cindy was like, oh, that's, that sucks. But she was like, you know, I have, I still have Jimmy and Trent's tickets. Like, uh, or no, she ended up just having one extra because D was coming. That's right. That's right. So yeah. she had one extra so ticket. Like my ticket. Your my ticket. phantom ticket. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Cause I think anyways, she was like, yeah, I have this extra ticket. What? Go ahead. It'll come back to you. I get it. You didn't go. And if you had gone, I would have So been able you to go. should be thanking me. Thank you, Trent. Weird. For be- Thank you so much for your body obsession. I'm not body obsessed. In fact, mm-hmm. I think that you owe me an apology for saying that I'm body obsessed because. I will apologize for giving you so much crap for not going. Because. I won't give you crap I for think being. I think by the Lord's hand and by my unending selflessness. Mm-hmm. That's how I was You describing. were able to be blessed with an Eagles concert. I Don't also, say another word. It's fine. I You're think it's welcome. also just called silver lining. Like it, it worked out. It did work out. And I actually was, felt really bad when, because I don't think when you, when we were texting back and forth, it hadn't been resolved yet. No. And you were like, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. And I, was like, I, I felt think we're just so head bad. Home. Yeah, I, really I was. Did. And D, I almost started crying. Like, cause I was I'm so shocked. looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> I literally was sitting there. I looked over and I realized I was sitting by a trash can and Dimitri was like, do you want to? And I was like, no, I just need to. I just need to be alone for a second. And he was like, oh I'm going to go gosh. get our tickets. I mean, he was like, I'm going to go get our valet thing. And I was like, okay. And I just like sat there. Oh and then Cindy gosh. was like, I have an extra ticket. And Dimitri was like, please go to this concert. He was like, yes, I, 100%. he said, you know, I Ugh. love the Eagles. Ooh. <laughs> Stop doing that. I hate it when you do that. Ugh. I'm sorry. If we want to do that question again, where it's like, what do you despise most about sure. your podcast host? It's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways. So, he ended up not going, and he was fine with it because he was already exhausted. He went home and snuggled with Fern, and it was fine. But That's cool. it was such a great concert. They played the set list was they played their California uh, Hotel California vinyl, 
wow. A side and B side in order. Wow. Like, all the way through, which is, I think, like eight or nine songs. And then they did their greatest hits. That's crazy. And they played every everything you can think of. That's awesome. It was so good. Um, they they yeah. don't have, I mean, they do have a front man who sings, but like. Don Henley, yeah. But they switch back and forth, right? Yeah, they all can sing and play guitar. Well, um, one of them, I forgot his name, plays the bass, but it also plays guitar. Got it. Vince Gill, obviously, is stepping in just as a guest. And then actually, I don't know who Vince Gill is. Really? Yeah. Who is that? He is. Because I he, thought I I may be mixing my people up. I don't think I do know who Vince that is. Gill. He's the one that sings like "Go Rest on That Mountain." You know. You don't but know is that he's part of the Eagles? No, he is one of the most well-known, um, successful uh, singer song or uh, yeah, singer songwriters and guitarists Got in it. country music. In country music. Got it. Okay. Specifically so in country music, but he also, I mean, you would know he sings a lot with Amy Grant a oh, lot. Okay. I'm trying to My see. My mom loves Amy Grant. I can't stand him. Yeah, go rest on that. Or can't stand um, her. I'm trying to look at some of his greatest hits to see if you would know them, but I, I don't just know, know if that you like would. if you listen. So like two of my favorite songs, which aren't like this, I can't tell you why. I don't know. <sighs> Two of my favorite songs by the Eagles, which are not like deep cuts, but like are Desperado and Heartbreak Tonight. And those are they played both of those. I think. Yeah, I, that's what you told me. But I think that those are sung by different people, right? Um, Heartache Tonight I, is no Don Henley sings Desperado. Heartache Tonight is well, that's really all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who sings the like the main like? Cor- not I think chorus, that's Don. Is it? Yeah, or at least it was when we they performed. Maybe it. when they cut that track, it was way later than Desperado because, like, it sounds maybe. like either his voice is aged, or maybe maybe I'm wrong entirely. Maybe. I, have no I idea. don't know. But they played. I'm looking at all of the their. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of these nights, Life in the Fast Lane, Take It Easy, Desperado, Hotel California. Take It Easy is also so good. Did they play so, New York Minute? I love that song too. No, they didn't play New York Minute. New, New York Minute. Oh wait, yes they did. Yeah, because they had a really cool montage and the production. I'm sure with I saw a couple of your stories. It was looked crazy. So it was really cool to be with Cindy, who is a producer. Like she literally does this. And she was showing me, like I was asking her questions. Yeah. And she was like, This is what this does. Yeah. And then at the end, we were passing the production um like bullpen, you know, where they're all like doing all the sound and everything. And she was like, This person does this, this is this. And I was asking, like, what's that? What's that? And she was like, That does this, this does this. That's about a twenty five thousand dollar machine. Wow. And I was like, <gasps> So it was cool to be at a concert with someone who knew so much about the behind the scenes because she was pointing out stuff and like everything that I had a question about, she knew everything. So that was really cool. I will say I'm sad I missed it, but not as sad because don't worry, you're welcome. I'm, I I'm am so glad because if you had gone, I would not have been able to go. And it was so fun to be at a concert. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and, glad that you, I'm just joking, but I'm glad you got to go. Oh, and I forgot to tell you the best part. Tell me the best part. I, the cops thought that I had weed. <laughs> Why is that the best part? And why? Because I didn't, and it was just funny. So and why would I, they think that? Because someone in the arena, we're on the floor, and when you're at a concert that's that big, I mean, it's like if you're from Nashville, you know, it's like the Bridgestone Arena. If you're from New York, it's like the Madison Square Garden. Like Golden One was like our, it's like our big thing yeah, in Sacramento. Yeah, yeah. So it's the same style. Like when you're on the floor, there's like less rules. It's a little bit of anarchy on okay. the floor, right? Because you can move around. You have the aisles. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. people are moving and grooving and dancing. And it's so fun. But obviously, someone is smoking a J because it smells like weed in there yeah yeah i am the youngest person on the floor i'm i'm so sure because yeah there were probably other younger people there but they weren't gonna pay the price for floor seats like i was able to be gifted this ticket so i'm the youngest person on the floor someone is smoking a j very very close to us i'm dancing i'm in the aisles i'm screaming all the words to heartache tonight like hands in the air i'm going nuts police officers come 
and look through. They can't ask to like look through your stuff. Like, you know, that's illegal. So they take a flashlight and he looks me up and down, looks over to my bag, looks in it and looks around my backpack as I'm just like jamming. And I'm like, oh, he thinks yeah. it's me. Mm-hmm. And then he stands right next to me for a good five minutes for like a song and a half standing there looking at me, like thinking if she has a joint, she's going to have to smoke it eventually. She can't just be holding it the whole time. So he thinks I'm like holding it. I don't sure. know what he thinks. It's just very, very obvious that sure. he, he has the vibe of like, I've caught you. Yeah. And then another police officer comes by, whispers something in his ear and is like, come on. And they go away and they walk somebody out who has a joint. They nice. like walk, escort him out. Are you I was sure like, he wasn't just like checking you out or anything like that? No, 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 no. It was vi- like the flashlight, yeah. like looking at my stuff and then kind of like sitting there. He was like with his arms crossed like this. Like I've got, I've caught you. Mm. And I was like, it's, it's not me. I'm just right. here for a good time. Right. And it was so funny because literally those five minutes, another cop was like, hey, it, it's actually not her. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's this guy. And it was like a 56 year old <laughs> Yeah, I feel like, yeah. Anyway. I was like, of course it's going to be like an older person. It's got to be the youngster. No, it's the retiree who has problems with authority and has nothing to lose. Like, it's those people. Oh, wow. You just marginalized a whole group of people. I didn't marginalize. They were definitely the majority. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Those was all, everyone there was 60 plus. I believe it. It was a a blast anyways. It was. It was the blast blast of of a time. time. (laughs) Was it the blast of a time? I'm sure it was. Hey, you know what else is the blast of a time? Two big exciting things that we're launching today. Cool. What are we announcing? One, our merch just dropped. It is on our website. But it is for Patreon only this weekend. So sign up for our Patreon, $5 a month, and you get- you just- you just- glazed over right over the second announcement. You just bundled those two things together. I was in the middle of it. I want to be clear about it. I want to be clear. So our merch just dropped. It is dope. So- it is a maroon hoodie that has our like fiery orange on the front. It says complex villain because yep. uh, speaking of, we'll get into that today. Yes. But, um, complex villain, which is what we always say on here on the front. And then on the back, it has this really cool, like extremely, what would you call it? Like vibrant, spooky, spooky graphic for mm-hmm. Halloween. Be sure to order it. We will be shipping everything out on the 21st. Yes. So order it this weekend. If you're on Patreon, you get early access, which mm-hmm. means today, Could be tomorrow, sold out. limited quantity. Th- there's a very limited supply. So if you sign up for Patreon, $5 today, you have mm-hmm. Friday and Saturday and Sunday so to get our, what you want. What's the link to our Patreon though? It's in our bio. Just hit our bio on our Instagram and yep. hit the Patreon link and you can sign up there. It's five bucks. Five, five bucks. It's a dollars. cup. It's a cup of coffee a month. Mm. Cup of coffee. And you're supporting our content. You're supporting. You get. And, and when you us. sign up, <laughs> when you sign up for Patreon, you'd be like, why would I pay that extra extra five bucks? Funny you should ask. You get 20% off of all merch forever. And also you get two extra video podcasts a month. Mm. How dope is that? Mm. It's exciting. That's good. So when you sign up for Patreon today, you will get early access to the merch drop, yep. which is uh, this weekend. Get what you want. Very limited supply. And you'll get two extra bonus episodes that are already up nice. on the Patreon. I'm just going to start saying all the buzzwords because you covered it all. I'm going to yeah, yeah, just yeah. exclusive limited quantities by now. <laughs> Discount. Discount. Special offer. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So Sale. Just, just to recap, 
Sign you up. You recapped already. I just, just because you have questions, but okay, every time okay. I try to recap, you interrupt me. And people I'm will sorry. be like, wait, Go what? Go ahead, boss. Patreon is out. Click the link in our bio to sign up for Patreon, where you will get two extra videos a month and discounted merch. And for this time that you sign up, you will get early access mm. to our merch. So if you want merch, sign up for Patreon. Because after that, or I just don't... gamble and maybe not get what you want. You sure, know? yeah, they, we might not have your size. Who knows? And that would stink because this, like, I, you know me, I can't lie. I, I, I really do think it's all subjective, but I really do think our merch is really cool. It's fire! I can't wait. They'll they'll be in on the twentieth or twenty first. We're gonna ship them out. Mm. Um, they will be up for as long until we run out. So yeah. probably by by the right end of the month or something. Probably by like the next day. I don't honestly. know because we yeah, there's not a lot, so it's very limited. So order what you want, um, and if you sign up for Patreon, you get early access. And Think about it this way. Size. We have millions, if not tens of millions of listeners. Tens of millions of listeners. And there's not even a fraction of that much merch. <laughs> so be sure to sign up for Patreon. Link in our bio. I mean, Drake's going to hear this. Yeah, He's going to want to order some. Oh, it's just going to be a- Nike is going to order Nike's some. Nike's going to hear. Yeah. It's going to be- Kim Kardashian's going to hear yeah, when he has 100%. it. That she's probably going to wear it next time she hosts SNL. That would be crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, sign up for Patreon and get sign your merch. Sign up for Patreon. Okay, thanks. Anyways, got that out of the way. Mm. Very excited. Yes. Yeah. You've been talking a lot so far. Do I get any time on the air today? Now you know how it feels. Because there are some episodes when <laughs> there you are. talk a no, lot. No, there are. I actually- A lot. I know that. Mm-hmm. There actually comes to be like a point in the episode where it's like three-fourths of the way through. And I'm like, I've been talking this whole episode. I'm so sorry. I really do feel bad. But look, we had everything that I said, I feel like was premium material. Premium. Good, good storytelling about the Eagles concert. And then- Two amazing launches. Yeah. Patreon link in our bio. Two extra videos a month and discounted mm-hmm. merch. Okay. I just want to know what high school boy you beat up to steal his outfit. I Sorry, let me amend look that. Fire today. What, what Canadian high school boy did you beat up today? I to need steal everyone his outfit? to know that my outfit today is so cute. Mm. It is these dark wash um, denim jeans, selvage, selvage denim, and then a matching Ralph mm. Lauren denim button-up shirt. And I'm wearing the new leather Boston's Birkenstocks. I'm obsessed with my it outfit. It looks like like the least amount of effort any one individual could give was put into those shoes. Are you kidding? These are real leather. I, I'm not saying that the quality is bad. I'm simply saying like the craftsmanship is just like, what if we took Crocs and did less work? <laughs> no, it's way more work. How is it more work? They Look didn't the, punch the holes the buckles, in the Crocs. The buckles, the grevet, the grovet things, the cork. I'm sorry, the what? The grovets. Are you talking? Are you saying the grommets? The grommets. <laughs> you don't even know what they are, and you're like, okay, my outfit is fire. Okay, it looks like um they gave Trent. A- you wore Nike shorts yesterday to work. I had a body scan, and, and they what did I Nike, tell you? Body Amazon. obsessed. Body. No, obsessed. I wasn't. This is oh working out lovely for me. You are so lame. Oh. I found out that I have. Oh, I didn't tell you this. Oh, what are the results of your body scan? Oh, do you want to hear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are yeah, you yeah. making fun of me? No, or I actually, actually I'm hear? very curious. Okay, so back to me now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I took a body scan yesterday, which is just life in the fast lane stuff. Yeah. You go to Eagles concerts, I get body scans. They're equal in just, God's eyes. I'm really. obsessed with music. You're obsessed with yourself. I'm not <laughs> obsessed with myself. What is wrong with having body it's, goals? It's too easy. What I'm is sorry. wrong with having body goals? You literally tee up What are your body goals? And then explain. What, what do you want to I have see? no body goals. Oh, I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm happy with how I look. Well, maybe we should fine tune that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. This is like flashback to that one of our first episodes when we we're talking about like body dysmorphia, and yeah. I was like, 
if you are a woman and you have a good relationship with food, give it a few yeah, years. Exactly. And you were like, that's a huge generalization. And every woman was like, no, that's 100% true. I, w- I will say, I told so two things before I get into my body scan. I told my wife, I was like, baby, you, back when I started working out, I'm like, here's two things that I, or here's what I don't like when I start working out again. I don't like how obsessive I get with my food, which mm-hmm. I do. I mm-hmm. really, yes. food now in my eyes is no longer like, sometimes it is, I'm not saying all the time, but like Monday through like Saturday, it's just fuel, like fuel and like ingredients. Like, am I getting the protein? Am I getting the carbs? I don't think about if it tastes good. Obviously I want it to taste good, sure. but if it doesn't, Oh, well, bummer. And then Sunday I, I have some leeway, but also too, I don't like how like obsessed I get with how I look. I really do yeah. not obsessed with like, uh, like my image, but like anytime, like I wear an outfit or like I cross a mirror or whatever, I have to like, I, I have to look and I have to be literally paying. when we were setting up a camera, you're like, Oh, look at my bicep. I know. I'm like, I look huge in a great way. I was like, Oh no. Okay. But oh, here's the no. other thing. Uh, so at night, like we have to let our dog out. And yep. so, uh, my wife was upstairs and she was already laying down. And so I go downstairs to like, let my dog out and I couldn't really find her. And I got distracted and I start looking at myself in the mirror and like flexing a little bit. I'm like, okay, Trent. I'm coming along, coming along. And so I was like, wait, where's Piper, my dog? And I turn around and she's looking at me like this <laughs> with the most judgmental like, eyes in the world. She's like, you good dog? She's like, I told you he was obsessed. He was to- she was totally like judging me in the moment. She's like, yeah, I need to go outside, but that's fine. You keep yeah, you go ahead. Yourself. I'll wait. You, I'll wait for I'll you. I'll wait. Uh, but anyways, uh, the body scan was good. So check this okay. out. I'm going to try and describe this to you because I had no, pro- I will know the terms. Remember no, no, my no. mom was a personal trainer. No, no, no I know. But okay, okay, like, okay. I'm going to get into some nitty gritty that Got it. I'm going to try and give you some kind of context. Okay. 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 So, uh, obviously there's a lot of stuff that I found out. I'm 22% body fat, which is it's average, but I need to be lower. So okay. I need to work on that. Got it. Know where all my problem areas are. I, I got out of uh, a full letter grade spectrum. I got a B. So there's, Oh, that's great. Yeah. And I, wait, I kind of want to do this. Yeah, no, it's, it's really interesting to see I wonder what I would get. It's really interesting to see like where you can improve. Like obviously some people might have some like negative experiences with stuff like that and they might be scared to do it. But I, I encourage anybody who wants to do it. It's really what good. What does it entail? So you sit down on a machine for six minutes and they, they scan your body and then they give you a full report. Yeah. They show you where a lot of your fat is stored, how much muscle versus fat you have. They show you your bone density. They show you a lot of things. Yeah. Where do you get it done? I went downtown. There's different. There's it's all How third much party does it cost? stuff. Well, they I think it's typically like 150, but they have deals all the time. I did it for like 50 bucks. Yeah. It's okay. Re- I kind of would want to do that. Yeah. It's really great. I would want to guy- I think I'd be actually, I think I would get an A. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. no, I'm very fit. I think I would. <laughs> okay. Well, great. You, you just have to one up me every time we talk about stuff like this, don't you? <laughs> oh, cause you, would you get a B? I got a B. Uh, maybe I would get a B. If you got a B, then I probably would get a B. But, uh, they're they're all third party people, and so they okay. said like because I got the deal on Groupon. They said, hey, if you call us, we'll just give you the Groupon rate because we want the money directly. Mm. You know, like instead of going through Groupon. Right, 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 that makes sense. Okay. So, anyways, I go, and this was just the funniest part. The funniest takeaway was he was like, hey, you have really dense bones. Is and that I, good? Yeah, like he was like, you have really good like bone density, so it'd be really hard for you to break any bones. And I was like, yeah, I actually have never broken a bone, which is true. I haven't. I've never like wow. And I've been in like I played baseball. Like I've gotten like hit pretty hard. I've I've told you stories about how I've run into like oh yeah ends of tables and stuff. And so he was like, yeah, you're like he gave me like a breakdown of the report. Where's my phone? I bet I could find it. 
Oh, they like give you like a digital copy of it. Yeah, I, ha- oh, I have nice. a report. So if you have the time, I'd love to read this to you because I'm very curious hilarious. what it entails because I do think that I would make a good grade. Yeah. So check this out. Look, they do a body comp and see that's my body <gasps> scan. And Whoa. like, I know anybody who's listening can't see this, but they do a full scan of your body. And then like the green areas are like lean mass. And then like the red areas are where you store your fat, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so I don't know why it just closed out, but this was the funny part. So I go and where is, yeah, here it is. So, um, I have really dense bones and he's like showing me the breakdown of like my skeleton or whatever. So like, uh, anything above one, like 1.0 is good. Okay. So, uh, my total body score is 1.49, which is good. Good. My trunk, which is like my, your chest area. Yeah. 1.2. My arms were 1.3, like this is all my skeleton, yeah. like density. My legs were 1.5, my ribs were 1.0, my spine was 1.4, and my pelvis was 1.3, but my head was 2.5. <laughs> he was like, he points down to this chart. He goes, dude, I've been doing this for a long time. I've never seen someone with a denser skull. <laughs> and he was like, Did your, your parents ever call you hard-headed? I'm like, absolutely. Yes, 100%. So when someone's like, are you dense? Yes. Yes, yes. I am. 2.0. And he goes, you got a real good helmet protecting your brain there. You No. Yes. So what it's just what the, makes someone's like skull? I don't know. I don't know. I, you I know bet that, mine's really ho- like hollow. Mine they, feels really thin. They talk to you or they, you know, they tell you as a kid growing up, like, you know, those kids commercials where it's like, you know, get, get them, but like, drink milk so you yeah, get yeah, calcium yeah. and it makes your bones strong. I had pizzas every day, so I'm like, maybe that was the it. That phase of your life when you were eating like a full DiGiorno pizza every, pizza every it's a, day? It's a catch-22. Bones will be dense, but you'll be a, you'll be a big kid. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, I was laughing. I'm like, dude, anytime someone's ever called me hard-headed, I should be like, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. What was it? 2. what? 2.5. Almost double any other part of my body. Your skull. Yes. So, and when I was talking to my brother, Sam, he was just like, dude, your headbutts would be wicked. Yeah, because you would never break a I'd skull. just be like, oh, God. But the guy would be like knocked out. You'd be like, oh, <laughs> just that kind of hurt a little bit. Yeah. You probably wouldn't even feel it hard. And I've hit my head a lot. And I have a big head. Like, I have whacked my head a lot just on like baseball, running into crap. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. How do, That also might just be like a genetic thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, I kind of want to do it. Will you send me the link of where yeah, you went? Mm-hmm, okay, because now I want to. It seemed I, really, lo- I love being graded on yeah, stuff. Yeah, me too. I, I will say it was a weird experience because it's like in a Victorian house downtown, like a very much Victorian house. Oh, and like, interesting. It's above a beach hut deli. And so I'm like, oh, I, is it like on like 13th or 14th? No, it's on like 25th. Oh, okay. it's really okay. it was a weird experience because I'm just like, this doesn't look like a doctor's office. It looks like somebody's home that they renovated. to be. But a, that's all of space. downtown. Yeah, it's kind of like music row. But it was great. The guy yeah. was super professional. It was great. Well, very good weird. for you. Two I'm not body five. obsessed. Dense in the head. Dense, very dense. Um, did you watch those clips I sent you of Kim Kardashian? I I watched a few of my own. Okay, I really want to talk about her on SNL. Yeah, let's because do it. there was a really fun fact is that it was the most watched episode. It like shot SNL back into its normal numbers. That's because SNL has become garbage. Garbage, now. and its last episode with Owen Wilson was the lowest opener it had ever had. Oh, because oh. Guys, I, I'm sorry to upset all the Owen Wilson fans out there, but he doesn't have the sauce anymore. This isn't the I mean, mid-2000s where, like, raunchy comedies are, like, the thing. You know, like, Wedding but, Crashers? But, That's not the season I know, in. I know, I know. But it was their lowest, and I don't even think that was because of the host. 
necessarily. I think that it could play a part. You sure? But also, I think it's that SNL is becoming um, like the show our parents watched or something. You know, it's. I don't know. It's been around since like the 70s. I know, but, but, or our grandparents. Like, it's, it was our generation just isn't as into it. Sure. But with Kim Kardashian's episode, it skyrocketed. Okay. It has had. We can um, have that conversation at a different time because you want to talk about Kim K. I want to talk about her because a lot, it got so many good reviews. Most of the stuff that I've read sure. of it has been really great. And what's cool is a lot of people are coming out saying, um, I wasn't going to watch Kim Kardashian. I didn't think she would do a good job. And it turns out she nailed it. This is so funny. Like, uh, so many people are saying, sure. that. like, I was wrong. I thought she wasn't going to do great. And she nailed it because her monologue was great. Yep. All of her sketches were great. The Girls Night Out uh, music video. Okay, you got to watch that one. She just does a really fun job of making fun of herself and joking around yeah. in a way that she used to not. Like, she used, she yeah. got kicked off of that Prince concert for not dancing on the stage. Like, Prince kicked her off the stage. What? Because she wouldn't dance. She what was, like, embarrassed. About? A few, or maybe, like, ten years ago, she was at a Prince concert. A few days ago. I mean, ten years. She was at a concert, a Prince concert. He called oh. her up on stage, and she wouldn't dance on the stage. She was too embarrassed. Yeah, but that's that's way different. But I'm just saying, her, her she she's said before that she finds performing really embarrassing and mortifying and like scary to like do that kind of performance sure i'm not trying to go down a, a, a weird offshoot tangent but like saying hey sav i want you to host snl and you have the time to prepare and study and like do things to like prep yourself is way different than prince one of the greatest rock legends of all time being like hey come up in front of millions of people or thousands probably and just dance. What? Well, I don't think it's about the preparation. It's the content. So just, I would say it's the context no, of the setting. Content, meaning what she's doing sure. on the stage is not her reality show. It's not sure. something that she's familiar with. It's putting yourself out there in almost like an ad lib way. Like sure. dancing, being silly, um, self-deprecating. Yeah. You know, but that kind of, you're taking a risk. I'm guessing in the context of this Prince thing, she didn't know she was going to be called up. And it was kind of in Maybe. the moment. I don't but know. Anyway, anyways, I so digress. just being on a stage sure. and performing is not something she is known to be doing. She doesn't sure. do that. And so she's never hosted before. This is her first time hosting. She absolutely killed it. Yeah. All of her sketches were so, so good. Um, did you watch the Quartz Court one? The, which one was that? Uh, where she's the judge? No, I didn't. Wait, which ones did you watch? I watched the one where she's talking about like her husband's. You know, she's like, all of you would be great husbands. Oh, the Bachelor one? I think so, yeah. Yeah, where she's in the yellow dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. That one's funny. And I watched her opening monologue. So the thing with the monologue. I don't like SNL that much anymore. So I I don't, I don't either. But I still watch because I knew that it was like a cultural moment. It's kind of like when Elon Musk sure. hosted. I hate Pete Davidson too with a fiery He wasn't really hot in a lot of this. Sketches. He was like, did the Machine Gun Kelly skit. Sure. But. But so I watched it because I knew that it was get it was going to have mixed reviews. And sure. it actually didn't. The majority of people loved it. Sure. Um. But I wanted to talk about her monologue because she pokes fun at O.J. Simpson. Yeah. And the and trial. a lot of people were upset. I, wouldn't, I would say like a mixed bag. Sure. And my take is, one, you're O.J. Simpson and two, it, it's SNL. Nothing's off the table. Sure. You're going to get made fun of. Sure. If I'm O.J. Simpson and I see Kim Kardashian on SNL, I'm like, oh, she's going to make fun of me. Sure. That's just the, that's the way the game goes. You sure. can't get mad at this game. Yeah. So, sorry, I thought my... Oh, my earring. Okay. I don't oh, have an no. earring. I thought I had an earring in and it was gone, but it's not. So <laughs> that's one. And then two, people are getting upset about her making fun of OJ when she didn't really make fun of so much as repeat 
all of the headlines that were being spoken of when she was like, sure. uh, uh, he, he, he'll leave a scar or yeah. will he or won't he? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Because <laughs> yeah. to like mimic the yeah, court, yeah, you know. Yeah. So she wasn't like making fun of him as a person. She was making fun of the literal uh, like uncertainty of that whole trial yeah. and that it's still not really solved. Yeah, totally. I just found it to be like, you're going to make fun of that? Like, of course he, he's going to get made fun of. It's SNL. Yeah. Well, not to pull this out a thousand yards, but like, first of all, I do agree that she did great. I think, and I will say something that you touched on, I think is one of Kim Kardashian's greatest attributes is she's able to make fun of herself. Yes. Whether yes. that is not a recent thing or something that's been, you know, for a while now that she's been able to hone that skill. That is what inherently makes somebody funny. Yes. Yes. And I think it disarms people because anytime you want to make fun of another group of people or another specific, you know, popular celebrity, it, you're able to laugh at yourself in right, conjunction right. with them. You At that point, you are... Yeah, because she made fun of her sisters, too. Oh, yeah. And made fun of herself. Yeah. Um, her infamous tape. Yes. She was like, I, I didn't even Last know. Time Last time I had I, a movie, movie debut. I didn't even know it was premiering. Guess it slipped my mom's mind. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. She just made fun of everybody. Yeah. Like, nobody was safe. Yeah. And I absolutely loved it. I don't get why we can't make fun of OJ. I don't get, I don't get why we can't make fun of a lot of things you know what i mean i'm not sure this isn't i'm not trying to turn this into a conversation of people need to lighten up or whatever but like in the case of in the specific case of oj simpson kim kardashian while maybe in a different um she has received criticism in a different way and maybe received uh you know negative media attention in a different way than oj yeah, simpson yeah they both have received a very fair amount a very copious amount of negative media attention totally so why is he off limits a hundred percent. And by she the wasn't way, accusing him. OJ Simpson is by no means this cherub from heaven. Right, right, right. Who right. deserves to be held in this high respect. Yeah, yeah. I, I really do think that, again, I really, I'm. <laughs> this isn't trying to be a two 90-year-olds ranting about how the world's changing, but I do think that, like, if we're able, if we're not attacking a group of people, if we're not harming or trying to be negative with our intentions and we are just joking and like maybe poking fun at a situation, even if it is kind of in like a um, like if you're punching at O.J. Simpson um, right. in a joking manner, that's not inherently wrong. O.J.'s not losing sleep over this. Right. He and who are care. the people who are like grabbing the pitchforks and fire and like the not fires? What am I saying? Torches, yeah, pitchforks yeah, yeah. and torches for OJ, you know? It, it just seemed, and I think some people were saying, like, it's unfair for them, for her to make fun of him for a trial that is no longer active. And yeah. I was like, that's not a, no, no. Yeah. No. And That he, was the most infamous court case yeah. in recent history. Well, and here's the thing, too. Here's what I don't want to confuse at all. I'm not even picking, and I don't think you are either, picking a side on no. whether the OJ trial was handled correctly or incorrectly. She's you, just making fun of the trial itself. That's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. Like, why can't we take an objective look at this thing yes. and just be like, hey, that's silly, without people being like, you know what, Kim, it's not silly. I think we need to not joke about that. And it's, so I think <laughs> some people heard that joke and they thought she was making fun of OJ as a person. And I can't emphasize this enough. What she was making fun of was not, OJ, but the trial's results mm -hmm. and how it was so uncertain and it kept going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And there's still all this dialogue like, did he do it? Did he not? Did he do it? Did it not? And she wasn't staking a claim. Yeah. She was merely saying in the part where she was like, where he'll leave a mark or he won't, or maybe he will, yeah. but maybe not at all. Yeah. And like, she was just, it's not about him. It's about the results of the that court so case. And I just was like, 
y'all, you gotta stop nitpicking. Like yeah. she nailed it. Just admit that she nailed it. Get on the Kim train, okay? I'm not Join on the, the Kim ba- train, but I still think she did a great job. Yeah, I, I, what I thought was really cool was that a lot of people who do not watch the Kardashians, who despise the Kardashians, there were so many tweets and reviews from people who were like, "I hate the Kardashians, but I have to give it to Kim. Yeah. This was the funniest." Uh, episode of SNL I've seen in such a long time. Yeah. It's like that is more telling than if I praised it. I find it more impressive yeah. if someone who doesn't like Kim yeah. Kardashian is praising well, it. Well, that it reminds me of uh like when Cardi B, I can't remember when she was accepting some award, I can't remember, but she was like, and I just want to thank all my haters because they download my music and listen to it too because they just want to hate on it. I mean, I'm, I I right. do no justice to how she did it. It was actually hilarious. But the concept's similar. Yeah, yeah. it's mm-hmm. it, like if you a couple outcomes could have happened if you are a hater of Kim Kardashian. You could right. have watched it and you could have really liked it and you could have had like a positive like, oh, I was unexpected or I unexpectedly liked this. Yeah. Or you could have just hated it and been like, e- even that negative PR of if you went on Twitter and you're like, this was the worst episode of Kim you Kardashian's SNL. You still watch it yeah. and you are also still calling other people to watch it. Right, right. It was so good. And then the last thing I will say is. Her outfits were amazing. Oh, my gosh. No, 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 no. But hear me out. Unlike yours today. Yeah, I said it. Trent. What are you going to do about it? Okay, listen. I do have something really cool to say, though, that I really appreciated. And I was like, oh, that's actually really neat. So (laughs) Kim Kardashian is the founder of Skims, like the undergarments and pajamas and like loungewear. Or Courtney. No? No. Courtney is Poosh, the (laughs) blog. Um, Chloe is Good American, the denim. I'm sorry. Kendall is the tequila. Kylie is Kylie Cosmetics. (laughs) Keep up. So... Kim is the founder uh, of Skims, and it's primarily like undergarments. Like if you're wearing a dress, she she will sell an undergarment that is like the same shape of that dress, like a a slip. It's really really cool. So what I thought was so neat was the next day, Sunday. So she hosted it on Saturday. Sunday, I get I get the Skims like newsletter drops every other day, and so Sunday (laughs) the drop came out. And it showed her outfit that she wore in her monologue, that like pink jumpsuit mm-hmm. thing. And she was, and it said, um, want to wear what Kim wore. And it showed all the Skims items that she was wearing throughout all of the sketches of SNL. And I was like, oh, that is such a cool marketing move. And I just had mad respect because it was like you could go through and like if you're looking at the costumes she wore through SNL, you can see the like dresses, the socks, the tights, the like undergarments and the bras that she was wearing for every single outfit. Stop doing that. <laughs> I'm like, but oh my gosh. Okay, but no, just hear me Kill out. Kill me, Lord. Isn't that Take a- me now. It's literally you. This is one of those moments where I realize how immature you are. Like if. Oh, if it, oh we are getting personal today. If, oh, okay. if I mention one thing that oh, you're if like. I'm so immature. Oh, that- I don't directly relate to that. You, bye. No. It's stupid. I tried to bring up the alchemist last week and you're like i'm bored and you told me see this is one of those things that's different between husbands and wives because here's what i'm saying i will do the same thing that fina does to me she's like trent i don't like it when you do that i'm doing the same thing you did to me last week and you're like you want me to be more honest right so here i am being honest i just did the same thing and you're like you're immature trent Guys never you win. You and you know what? You Jewish people, if any of you disagree no. with me, I'm going to you riot. You didn't do the same thing. None you of you say, are going Trent, to get you the didn't merch. Say, you didn't say, I'm bored. You do this thing and you're like, oh my God, kill me now. This is the worst day of my life. I'm, and I'm sorry like, that I tried to put a comedic twist on things when you're just like, I'm bored. 
I'm trying to get to the point. I am Savannah. I am Any robot. Me ways. bored. Anyways, no, it's regardless of you're into Skims or Kim Kardashian or whatever, the marketing of that I thought was genius. And I'm like, where can I implement that in my life? That oh, is so well, great. where can I send her a fruit bouquet, an, an edible arrangement for her mad success in her marketing schemes? It was cool. Okay. Now. Just immature Trent. All he wants to do is talk about Marvel uh, and Jedi's. Do we do we want to talk about Squid Games? I have I made it to episode five, I not want, six. I want to talk about how much you hurt me just now in your immature comment. Did you want me to call it mature? Are you? Would you consider yourself? Riddle me this. Would you consider yourself a mature person? Yes. Mm, okay. This is where we disagree. <laughs> In this setting, in this setting, in in this setting, or in outside setting, this setting, I am honest with you. And if you are unable to process that honesty in some form of way, that let me just get this straight: your form of honesty is this. Uh, kill me now. That's your form of yes. honesty. Yes. Okay, so I would say that that is that is. This immature. is you. I'm trying to have it. <laughs> I was actually. Hey, if we're really gonna play this game, I was kids go to your room. Mom mature. and dad are fighting right now. I was now. actually the one that was the most mature because when you were mentioning the alchemist, I was like. <laughs> I'm bored. That it doesn't some... get it doesn't get more mature than that. It okay. doesn't get more I wanna, mature. I just want to point. That. I just want to point out to you that this whole thing. Your phone drops because I'm you, livid. Do you feel good right now? I'm so <laughs> mad, Trent. I'm so mad. You call. You had the. You had you. You were talking about undergarments and bras and socks and all these cool things about pink jumpsuits with Kim Kardashian, and you were like, "Oh, just because you can't relate to it." I'm like, and half of the people listening. No, what do you want from these people? I'm uh, asking I'm you. Honestly, if you if you if you sit real still for just a moment, you can hear a thousand car crashes from all the men who just dozed off in their cars trying to pay attention to. That. Listen, this is why it's immature because you don't have the maturity yeah, to recognize get, oh to God. recognize that it's not about the bras and the dresses. It's about the marketing. She had a scene and then was like, here's the scene from this thing I just did. You oh can wear gosh. what I can wear. How genius is that? And you're okay. like, bras, I'm hey, done. You know what? You're right. I'm the problem. I'm immature. See, you're darn what right. Why must you hurt me? Because you, you made the, and you made fun of my outfit today. The, I'm ticked. I did that because you said you wanted to talk about something specific with your outfit. That I loved it. I didn't know you were going to come in that hard. Okay, you know even our you said you could take it and it doesn't bother you. You know what our listeners the other day said? Someone texted me or uh, DM'd me and they were like, "Why does Trent always make fun of your outfits?" And I was like, "Good question. Good, good because question." Because they begged. They begged. For Shut it. up. Okay, just kidding. I can't take it. It is fun. But also, are you sure? <laughs> but in, I have the opportunity but in conglomeration, to see right through the windowsill that is your temple into your giant <laughs> blue vein that is popping out of your head right I now. I can take it, but in conglomeration with your absolute <laughs> in immaturity, I can't. I see, I'm at a here, 10 out of 10. See, here's what's interesting right now mm. is I'm getting kind of just a little uh, backstage pass view into what arguing with you is like in maybe a marital setting. <laughs> So Demetric <laughs> must be just a lucky, lucky man because you know what you just did right there? You were upset, so you no. went right for the jugular. Nope. This when Demetric You know what you are? You're immature. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. The reason hey, 
You know what? Listen, Let's just put the weapons down. I don't hey, fight like that with Dimitri because Dimitri up. and I are very different. We are the same person. So I know that you will come at me with the what do same you do, energy. What do you do to Dimitri? Well, he's at an Enneagram 4 and he's very much... So am I. But he And he takes a lot of time. He needs a lot of time to think and process. <laughs> you and I, we're like, we're mad. We're talking about it right now. Yeah, right now. Everything. We're not going to think it through. Mm-hmm. Dimitri needs time. So... I give him time, and then we talk, and we come together. We talk about things. We share ideas. It's all very calm. I but don't believe it, that for it, a second. Ask him. Our, our like I have. arguments are very calm. They're mm. intense, but they're very calm. Mm. This is not calm. No, it's and not. it's because we are the same person. And it's yes. like, you're immature. No, you're immature. You just threw out that dagger so fast. You're just like, sneak attack, immature. <laughs> No regrets. What do you want me to no say? Regrets. What if I just said something like that to you? What? Uh, like I just threw out like a, a superlative like attribute about you. You're immature. I would have been like, I would have been like, I don't actually know. I kind of would have probably just laughed because at that point I would have been laying down in my chair like you were. Like I don't have much of an argument at that point. I would have been like, LOL. Oh, You're not an immature person. You are. How could you say you that? have an Im- immature? You, m- you have image. Look, take it from someone who's yes, older. Yes, I have immature qualities. Yes, duh. no, not yes. even immature qualities. I mean, we all have those. But like yeah, sure. in this moment, in these certain moments, like when I mentioned the word tampon, you like oh, literally. It's beca- like a shiver up my right, spine. Right, it's an immaturity. It's like you're underdeveloped that word just, that word in talking about no. feminine things. I just think that you are too comfortable. Get <sighs> uncomfortable. <laughs> Okay, I'm just joking. I'm uh, sorry that I hurt. I'm, I'm sorry about. that I, I'm sorry that I hurt your feelings. You when didn't. You were talking about bras or socks my or whatever. Feelings. I was just calling out an immature moment. You said moment. you're so upset, so I'm sorry. Thank hey, you. Okay. Fist bump it out. You good? <laughs> I just start bawling. Oh please don't! I can't even. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm fine. Literally, it's mainly for the podcast. This is all a joke, guys. We're a still bit. very it much is, friends. It is a bit. Um, but I think other people too would be like, yeah. Trent has immature moments where um, when I start talking about dresses, he's like, I'm going to throw up. Well, no, because here's here's how it differences in real life. I don't know why we're talking about this still, but whatever. Here's how it differs in real life. If somebody's talking about that kind of stuff, I'll just walk away. And you can't. You can't hear. I can't right now. But yeah. you've seen me do that. If somebody's talking yes. about nonsense, I'll just walk. You I literally just get up just and walk, walk away. It's I honestly, do. I envy that. I can't do that. Yeah. Fear of missing out. There have been, I won't say any names because that's mean, but there have been so many times where the conversation is just slogging on and I'm like, oh my God, get me, get me out and right just now. Like, leave. And I just get up and walk away. The, the, uh, the desire to get out. I think I've seen you do that before and I've been like, oh, he must just like have to go get water no, or something. And I just, you just don't come back. No, I just am done. The desire. Uh, you did that the other day. With who? We were in a meeting or something. I don't, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't. Like the desire, the burning desire within me to get out of that conversation ex- wow. outweighs the, uh, like the inhibitor in my mind to be like polite. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Your desire to get out of the conversation well, and overrides the other thing too, the is, like, respect you might gain from I don't think it's it. impolite to like. No. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think it's impolite, especially if the conversation is If I did this you. in like conversation where I was just like, ah, kill yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, that would be I, w- I wouldn't do that, that in would like be normal bad. conversation. I would just get up and walk away. Okay, we have to talk about Squid Games. Okay, let's go. Um, again, I only made it to episode five. So maybe we can do another recap next week sure. fully. But I do think that there is something. I think there is a Wait, big- set up set up Squid Game. Do, do some okay, uh, it is the most watched show in Netflix history, so I'm sure most of you guys know it yes, by now. Yes, you have watched it. Or the premise of it, it is pretty easy. It's a bunch of people that 
sign up for a volunteer to play these games and you if you lose you are eliminated and eliminated means you're killed yeah and they they give that away in the trailer yes, but so light just a heads up light spoiler alerts for episode five yeah until that point so if you're not caught up you haven't watched and you right. do want to watch it's a very good show so very light very spoilers good ahead I do want to talk about like a general theme oh, of sorry. the show. One more, one more thing with the context of that show okay. is they're all volunteering to play the games because all of them are in extreme debt. Yes, extreme financial And it's financial like a last ruin. ditch effort. Like mm-hmm. if you win these so-called six games, then you are gifted an exorbitant amount of money. Tons of cash. Yes. Yes. So my question is with this show, I've there's so much to unpack about what it's truly trying to say. Sure. One being that the uh, global economy is in ruins and people are, no one should be led to this level of desperation. Like, of course, there's that level, but also the violence of it. Like, it's extreme. It's almost like a Quentin uh, Tarantino film in the blood scenes because Quentin Tarantino is known for like having like really, really neon red blood. Like, specifically, the color of the blood is not accurate for what it would be. Well, and too, just the amount. And the amount. Yeah, so, like, I blood. think there's this thing with um, someone went through and, like, critiqued Quentin Tarantino uh, scenes of, like, when you, you know, kill, kill Bill, someone, Jingling they're like, that yeah. would never happen. That There's just not that much blood in that area of the body. Like, it's just so over the top. Yeah, yeah. We see that a little bit in this show where sure. it's like when you're killed, there is so much blood. It's just anatomically impossible for that to happen. Sure. Well, and that's kind of... I. I know that nobody here might have been listening, but it's on Patreon. We talked about, we touched on this a little bit yes. on Patreon. Some of this plays out like an anime, and in my opinion, because I know you don't watch anime, yeah. but some of that has to do, like the action scenes where like their action being violence yeah, in this yeah. case, but like where there is blood, it is very much like, um, like, Take maybe not take Japanese cartoons, but like in any cartoon, it's like dr- exaggerated. It's you know? tons. Yes, it, and it's like bright but, red. <laughs> but even like the way that they move and like yes, the actions yes. that are taken are dramatic and like exaggerated. Very, very dramatic. The way they're they're killed, or you know, yeah. not to be graphic, like when they're shot. Yeah, and it's like their movements are yeah. just over the top. Like no one would actually do that when they were killed. But I think that there is. I think it's telling us something like mm-hmm. more than just the dramatic effect of it. I don't, when I was watching it, I had a different feeling than when I watched like a Quentin Tarantino movie or a horror yeah. movie. It wasn't just for the sensation because the first three episodes, they only have like that one extreme scene at the beginning and maybe one other scene. Like it's not Are you red, talking about red light, green light, red light, green light at the Crazy. beginning. And there's one other scene where a bunch of them are killed. It's not, riddled with violence it's no. very they're used at very strategic yeah, moments yeah. the writer of it's the like, show was if, trying to do something if it was that. on like a, a richter sc- yeah like graph it'd be like low 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 and then just high and then right. back to low and low, then low. back to low it's not like like a horror movie or some shows it's just like violence is every every 10 15 minutes yeah, there's yeah, some yeah. sort of crazy thing and that's not this show it's like no. one episode had one and i'm sure it will increase as i finish the show well it I'm on episode seven. We have or eight. We just finished eight, so we have one more episode okay. to go, and it still is used very strategically. And that okay. that's what I help think builds the tension. I do too. I think it it really helps build the tension, and it's the violence is used very specifically. It's not used sensationally or yeah. just to get views. Every time that there is extreme violence, it is this mass of people against this force that I believe turns out to be the police force. Um, what do you mean? Well, because the guy that sneaks in. And he steals the um, uniform from the mm-hmm. guy in the van. The guy that he steals it from is a police officer. No, he's not. It says police agency on his badge. That's because that was his. 
Oh, mm-hmm. okay. They're not okay. the police. They're okay. not the police, no. So I'm very interested to see who they are, but there's this kind of um, play of, you know, peons, right? Like these yeah. just normal human commoners and then these people of authority with machine guns. Yeah. And it's like, oh, even just as a visual, that means something different for the Western world, like us in America, that sure. means something. But also this is a Korean show, right? Sure, it's yeah. Korean. So that means something for their context too. And what is he saying about the authority there, maybe even with North Korea and South yeah. Korea and the strong authorities versus the uh, regular population, lack of economic pursuit of happiness, yeah. all of that. And then there's just the violence as a whole and what that means for how we value human life. I will say, I think a big uh, theme of the show is like how far one's willing to go like, how far are you willing to stretch your humanity in order yes. to get what you want? Which isn't new. That's not a new th- We see that no, in a lot of shows. No, but it's played out. And it's, wait till you get to episode seven. Okay. Or is it seven or eight? Anyways, they do this one game and, like, people who you think are, like, good. Like, you, you see their, like, descent into madness. Who's the um, Indian gentleman? His name's Ali. Ali. Oh, he's so sweet. He's yes. so precious. Yes. I know he dies, though. How do you know? Well, because there's all those memes of like that hint at him dying. Well, I don't know, but you have to see. Oh, so he's still alive and you're. I'm not going to say, but I'm not going to. I love him. Okay. You have to watch. Well, and so then there's all these scenes, these little, um, little moments where people have the opportunity to either do good and save a life or let someone take a risk to well, kind of weed out with the competition. The, that's with only the game so far. Right. There, are, but, there comes a point where it's like. You don't have a choice to save or not. It's like becomes that's what I'm saying. Like the progression of the show is just like it's so self serving. Yeah. But you still have the option to like aid others. And then it becomes like, oh no, like it's either There's no option. No. It's like you, just you. And so you have to that's what I think find so fascinating about the show is it starts out being like, How do I survive? Yeah. And then it becomes to be like, how do I survive with the interest of getting this money? Yeah. And then it becomes, how do I survive over this guy? And I think the biggest question being asked is, or at least so far, no matter where you are in the season, sure, would people really do this in real life? And I think so. I think yeah. that's the sad part. That I'm constantly asking myself is, it's kind of like with Hunger Games. Everyone yeah. was like, would this really happen? Could, would people do this? Maybe with, not that exactly. No, no. But the fact that this show, that what this show is telling us is that the economic system, either in in South Korea or on a global scale, is so bad and riddled with injustices and discrepancies on a large scale that it drives people to take to risk their own life and risk their own. And I don't think so. Let me wait. So where are you going? It's telling. Sorry, you threw me off. So it's sorry. My fault. There are these. All of these people willing to take this huge risk, sure. risking their lives, risking their own sense of dignity and morale, like yeah. everything yeah. that they say is wrong is now out the window. Yep. They're going against all of their faculties, basically, and killing people for the sake of money. So what does that tell us about the role of money in our world and also the lack of economic infrastructure in the world? Like, that's what I kept thinking as I was watching it. Money bad. What? 
No, I'm just joking. But it's oversimplifying. I wonder. <laughs> I would be interested. I haven't watched any interviews with the creator of it sure. uh, yet because I want to finish the show and kind of come to my own conclusions and see if I'm. You close. have to finish it because I was going to say the. I think that your perception of the theme is um, too early. Like it, it's maybe not, yeah. It's it, I'm saying that's a, like that's still an underlying theme in the show, but like the way that the characters progress in the next few episodes is pretty insane. Cause I would say that the more it progresses, the more it would, would hone in on that theme of like people are willing to kill other people, not be, be completely selfish yeah. to win money. So that means that money has become way too important. I in don't that think world. that it's, I don't, I would argue that I don't think it's money. That's the problem. I think, well, and I mean, I'm, I'm not saying in general, like in life money, the right, way right, that right. money functions. But in the show, what in the think? show, all of them, have the, like the the crux to the show is uh that they all have gotten there by their own means whether it's gambling mm-hmm. or be, or by some sort of poor stock investments or whatever like all of these like i think it's 456 people yeah. are there by their own means like the main yeah. character is there because he he doesn't know how to hold down a job yep and he bets too much so what does that mean like i think that uh i think that that in turn would lean for the show to be saying like um and i'm no expert uh it just like it it portrays to me that how far will one individual go to get out of their own bad circumstances like will will i would right. would i sacrifice another life in order to rectify the mistakes that i've made in my life have you ever seen that show um uh, this is like an anime i know you haven't seen it but it's called it's like i think there's a show called uh Full Metal Alchemist or something like that, where there's, you can't, I'm, I'm making a moot point. Anyway, sorry. Oh, well, I Skip think that, that what you're saying is it's two sides of the same coin. Am I willing to risk someone's life to get out of my own terrible circumstances? Sure, sure. Means that your circumstances are so bad that money has had such an implicit impact on But that's on not your money's life. fault. If I'm betting my money away, that's not my, that's not money's right, fault. But, but, but if money would also be the solution to the problem. It also its lack would inherently be the problem. No, I know, but the lack is not the lack of money isn't a uh isn't an uncontrollable force like the wind or the ocean. Okay. Like the lack of money is due to me betting and being poorly handled. I see. And so the the lesson or something that could be told through the show is Yeah. What what is the true test of humanity? Yeah, like, that's yeah. That's what is what our saying. real priority? Yeah, exactly. Are we as good as we claim yeah. to be? It, what, I don't think any of these, because I think at one point during the show, even they say like, I'm butchering the lines. I'm not going to say it verbatim, but it's basically like all of you are here by your own means. Yeah, like all yeah, of you are basically like lowly individuals, peasants who have like dug your own grave, right. essentially. And now we are giving you one last chance. And there are some nuances and themes of like, um, discrimination and inequality in like their system yeah but i do think like a big part of that show like because you have you have drug dealers you have gang members you have people who have bet bet it all the way blah 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 and so i think like the the theme is like um if you have made so many let's take money out of it if you've made so many mistakes in your life let's say you killed somebody and you have a life sentence in prison how far would you go to get that wiped clean like, would you reach the end of your humanity and yes. go beyond the yeah. limits yeah. and basically um, do anything that I don't want to, I'm trying to mm. use cryptic language because I don't want to spoil anything for you, but like, would you go beyond your, your uh, moral means yeah. in order to rectify those mistakes? Got it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So then that would mean 
this whole show is telling us about humanity's tr- like the truest forms of humanity. Yeah. We get to lie to ourselves when we're cushioned by the protection of society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get to lie to ourselves when we don't have criminal records, when we we have food on the table, we're not we're not pushed to desperation. Yeah, and how many times do you be like I would never do that? Right, exactly. Yeah. Like I I say I would never steal, but I also have never been in a position where I have to steal food to to feed Eat. my children. Yeah. Right. I've never been in that position. Yeah. If you're led to that level of desperation, your morals are a privilege you yeah. no longer have. Yeah. And it's like, it makes me wonder if this show is kind of extrapolating on that point of having a sense of morale is a yeah. privilege. Yeah. Well, and that's what, that's kind of what I'm getting It's a facade. Do you know the, the main character's like friend who like went to like the business college yeah, or yeah, whatever? Yeah, the glass, where's the glasses? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He evolves in a very interesting way. I would guess so because he's kind of a, bad person maniac yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 yeah. and the thing is too that's that's kind of like what i'm driving at like he had all the privilege and opportunity in a world in the world but he's there by his own marriage but he's there i literally was like he was set up yeah. for such success yeah and now he's willing like even with what's his relationship to the main character Are they, they both grew up in the same okay so they're like childhood friends yeah 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 and he he uh, went off to be a big success and like But in that college. game, the game with the honeycomb, yeah. he doesn't tell anyone that he knows what the game is. Yeah. And he knows. Yeah. And he had because the opportunity. Because why? It's a self-preservation. Self-preservation. He's yeah. trying to get everyone. And that's, there's like, there's a couple bits of humanity. Like, God, I wish he would have finished episode six. We could have had a way better talk. We can finish it up next, next week. Uh, I mean, okay. We've talked about it twice now. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's true, it's true. Anyways. I'm excited, but, though. But we, I need you to finish it because it's so good. Episode six is crazy because there, uh, the old man plays a big role in that episode. Okay. But remember, okay, so again, we were talking about this on Patreon, so if you haven't heard it, go check it out there. But remember when I was telling you about, like, the weird, um, like, manipulative things that I experienced in, like, the ministry yeah, yeah. program that I was in? Like, wasn't it interesting when, like, they purposely let let there be like uh intermittent violence between like all the people yes in the bunk yes yeah and then they then they realize like oh we can get more money if we just eliminate the players ourselves wait i don't get that say that again so do you remember when do you remember the scene where uh they were handing out the eggs and the soda Mm -hmm. and they were like the there was a couple people that jumped back in line and they oh wait Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, sorry. Are you sure? Yes. you remember that? I was getting it confused with the breakfast scene. Okay, yeah, sorry. the eggs and the soda. Yes. And there was very little food. Uh-huh. And a couple people, after getting their portion already, jumped back in line and stole somebody else's portion. So by the time that uh, they got to the end of the line, somebody kind of freaked out. And they were like, you stole it. How could you? How could you? Right, right. And then he gets beaten to death. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And so, like, somebody runs up to the guards and they're like, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do? And all they do is they take the guy out of the room, the, yeah. de- the dead guy out of the room, and then more money falls into the prize money. Right, right, right. So then they kind of start putting it together like, oh, we can actually Kill, eliminate players ourselves. ourselves. Yeah. So then after the night raids happen, all the guards are on standby and they, they don't intervene on the violence until one guy says, stop, stop. Why are we doing this? And then he, they come in and then stop they it. come yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that like, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is all like a test on like, when are you going to come to grips with you are taking another human life? Right. That was the theme. That was the theme. Yeah. Like yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. One person, all that, all that had to happen was one person had to stand up and be like, why are we all doing this? And then they intervened. And that's when they're like, oh, sorry, 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 yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, yeah. And that kind of goes back to the theme that you were saying. Yeah. Of it, it, this show is talking about and makes you think, would I... When, you, when people say, oh, I would never do this, 
it makes you really critically think about it. Yeah. Like, but would I though? Because like in each of those 456 different people, they all had a different spider web of circumstances. Totally. Like, Everyone had their own story. 100%. Mm-hmm. And they all were and th- there's an interesting dichotomy too because all of these people go into the game. Yeah. They elect to go out of the game because that's part of the rules. They're like, if a majority of people want to stop, then we all stop. Yeah. And they did. But then after faced with the circumstances, because they, they got there, they didn't know the context. And they were like, oh, my gosh, we're, they're killing people. We need to get out. But then when they go back to reality, they're like, actually, no, we want to go back in. So after that electing, was the trippy part. That's what I'm saying. So that that. Yeah. Anyway. It's there are so much to unpack there. And I, I'm wondering if the. You know, when the writer pitched it, he like peddled it to a lot of producers for a while. Yeah. And the people were like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. And just last year or whatever, Netflix was like, we'll take a crack at yeah. it. And now it's like number one show. Yeah. And I think that's to... really telling that it's the number one viewed show in Netflix history. Yeah. I mean, it's like these these shows, these shows, these shows, Tiger King, which is like way more. And then it's like Squid Games. It's yeah, like yeah. not even close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just find that fascinating. Like that, uh, it's almost like holding a mirror up to like. Each person. Everyone sees themselves in that show. Yeah. And is asking themselves, would I do this? Mm-hmm. And I think the scary part is that a lot of us are saying, to an extent, maybe I would, maybe I wouldn't. But we're yeah. it's it's a conversation. Wait till you get to the episode where there's VIPs. Okay. Wow, I'm pumped. There's just a lot. And but I do think that our conversation would stay no matter how far you've seen how much of the show you've seen, yeah. This conversation stands yeah, yeah, on yeah. its own. I 100%. mean, that's probably a big theme of the show. We do have to go though. We do have to we go. gotta get ready. We do. Thank you all for listening. This has been a hoot of a time. Oh, gosh. Hope to see you again I'm next exhausted week. And hurt. My Don't forget, hurt. sign up for Patreon, please, so that you do can it. watch our videos because our videos and on buy Patreon our stuff. are amazing content. And so you can buy our stuff. And so you can get your sweet, sweet hoodie. And I got some big ideas for Christmas merch, too. So it's going to be good. It's going to be a good time. We're just going to do holiday merch. (laughs) Just holiday merch. Honestly? Look. Anyways. Okay. Love you all. Have a great day. See you later. Bye.